Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey. I'm an editor at Light Reading, joined as ever by my capable co-host, Kelsey Zeiser. Hello, Kelsey. Hey there, Phil. I couldn't think of anything else but capable, but I, I, I assume you won't take offense at that. <laughs> Fully capable. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, uh, and we have a guest today, and uh, this is uh, it's about time. Um, so uh, one of the things we're seeing in enterprise uh, networks and in enterprises in general is that they have a lot more mobile devices, a lot more devices on their networks. Um, and then, of course, when you add in the advent of SD-WAN and a bunch of other connectivity-based services, the average enterprise is dealing with a lot of different types of service providers and things are getting a bit chaotic. And today's guest is going to help us. Uh, uh, it was going to talk about how he's bringing order to the chaos. Uh, please welcome Samir El-Rashidi, uh, the Director of Enterprise Services at Orange Business Services. Hi, Samir. Hi, Phil. Kesley. Pleasure to be here. Great. Glad to have you. Um, and uh, um after that buildup, I hope I hope, uh, hope you're ready to talk about uh, uh, something called multi-source multi-sourcing service integration (MSI). Um, so I guess the first question is, what is MSI, and then uh, and why is uh, Orange using this approach when it comes to uh, uh, integrating business services? Sure. And, and first I want to say, I want to hear you say multi-sourcing service integration three times in a row. <laughs> Please don't. I'm just going to say the acronym MSI, MSI, MSI. Yeah, I, I think I've stopped it. I think I'm just going to say MSI. We'll, we'll print yeah. it out somewhere. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, so actually um, to talk about multi-sourcing service integration, we, we need to go back maybe a couple decades, right? Because this is a result of uh, an evolution in a journey that we see in the market started back in the 70s and 80s with ITIL, right? When corporations needed mm -hmm. uh, tools, processes, and procedures that were standardized to manage their technologies. Um, but then more important than that, what we have seen is that in addition to the technologies, we also needed to incorporate the services and the providers of those services, right? So with that came in SIAM, which is service uh, services implementation and management. And ultimately is what multi-sourcing service integration is, right? It's the ability okay. for a given structure or organization to integrate the different services, suppliers, and technologies under one governance. Okay. So it's it's really kind of a, a, a plan or a playbook for, um, for putting all of these different components together so that they're not, uh, um, so, so that it doesn't make, you know, make for... Uh, problems down the road when you have all these interdependencies and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and more importantly, because we know we will have problems, right? So it's that playbook, as you said, but uh, that will tell us how to manage those problems and how to also try to mitigate those problems, right? And what we're seeing today is that more and more multinationals are either trying to become their own multi-sourcing service integration, or they're mm -hmm. partnering with companies such as Orange, um, because we have the track record, we have the experience, we have delivered these services as a service provider, right? Uh, so they look for partners that have this experience to become their multi-sourcing service integrator. That makes sense. Um, the the uh, w what is you know in in terms of your your customers, um, what what is the trend as far as the number of different uh, service providers they're dealing with um, has. Am I am I correct in sort of assuming that 
that that number, you know, per enterprise has gone way up over the years? Yeah, it, it did. And it's really across all the technology spectrum, right? So when you look at uh, traditional wide area networks, telecommunication service providers, the average number of service providers a corporation today have is, is around 15, right? And, and, and that number is increasing because mm-hmm. of the way that we're procuring services, because of uh, softwareization, for example, and also because companies are um, very often delegating procurement power as well as regionalizing their services, right? So, so the trend we see is that number will only increase which is why um, they look for a partner or they look for a model, right? That will help them reduce the complexity in addition to integrating these different services. And is it important for this approach to be vendor agnostic and modular um, or customizable to different customer requirements? Yeah, actually it's critical that one, uh, as you mentioned, right? It's uh, it's vendor agnostic and, and, and the reason behind that is that for you to become a true um, integrator or true consultant to the business, you need to be detached to any allegiance that you may have um, to specific manufacturers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Makes sense. So if you're, for example, talking about um, security, right? Um, you need to know the uh, Cisco, you need to know Palo Alto, you need to know Zscaler, you, ha- you need to have partnerships with those players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you shouldn't be tied to only one of them if you're going to do this or if you're going to integrate them on behalf of your customer. Uh, and, and the same thing can be said about mobile, about IoT, about cloud, about uh, wide area of networks. Um, that's the uh, touching on the agnostic uh, point. Right. And then um, what we see is that um, corporations are actually looking to go hybrid, right? Looking to integrate different technologies. There, mm-hmm. There's not anymore a one size fits all when it comes down to choosing a technology partner, right? It's always complex. It's always hybrid. And it's actually an advantage to have that approach because that is the best way for you to take advantage of the technologies, right? Perhaps one manufacturer is going to have a very strong uh, security uh, uh, proposition, but it lacks on optimization or application performance. So then you bring another provider or another partner that can do that, right? And so what multi-source and service integration does is making sure that this complex environment always works with the same set of tools, same of uh, metrics measurement, as well as the same way to manage these different service level agreements. Uh, it seems like though, although you're giving you know your customers the choice that they're demanding, does that create some challenges for Orange itself, and um, in that you're acting uh, as both a service provider and a service integrator? Um, it only becomes a challenge if you're not truly. Um, agnostic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have seen is that many times the the customers that are coming to us looking for us to become that integrator is because where they are today and the integrator they have today um, is very biased towards um, a technology solution or oh, okay. um, complacency, right? Many times when you are actually that one service provider and you're providing services across uh, WAN, security, LAN, IoT, you you kind of become complacent because you're providing all the services, you're usually tied to a technology provider, uh, and, and, and that puts some strains 
um, when it comes down to innovation, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and in fact, this has been one of the keys motivators for companies that are looking to to us as multi-sourcing services integrator is our ability to not only standardize and manage, but also looking into the future in terms of innovation, automation, and, and so on. And obviously I'm talking about this at a global level, right? I mean, the biggest challenge there are our customers today, which are large multinationals, is not only to um, become a multi-source service integrator, some companies do have the budget and do have the skills to do that, uh, but it's do this um, at a global level, right? Mm -hmm. It's use the standardized tools uh, and deliver it consistently across the globe, which is uh, quite honestly, is not something easy uh, to be done. Yeah, it's interesting too because the 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 attitude toward technology over the years has changed from the enterprise market. Um, they do see, you know, their the technology they're using as a competitive advantage in many cases. And uh, um, I think you're right; they both want to be, um, you know, using standard stuff that that's you know tried and true and reliable across the board. But they also want to be cutting edge at the same time, and uh, that's got to be a, a that's got to be an interesting challenge for uh, a, you know for an integrator because you're you're uh, um, trying to keep them current and at the same time keep them stable, which is uh, uh, you know it's 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 a very interesting challenge. Yeah, and and, and this is actually the biggest um, question mark that um, our customers have, right? Because uh, many of them come and, and bring us to the table because of the experience that we have. And they quite openly tell us, hey, um, we want to become this integrator, right? We appreciate what you're doing, uh, but we want to take that on. And as we have these discussions with them, as, as we explain to them uh, how we manage it today, it becomes clear that should they decide to do that, there are some benefits and there are some disadvantages, right? On the benefit side, obviously you have the entire control, right? Uh, on the other hand, um, it may also drag your resources and ultimately uh, your attention into maintaining an operational environment rather than bringing business to your, uh, bringing value to your business, mm -hmm. right? Uh, mm -hmm. So many times you see corporations say, hey, we're going to do this. And what they find is that um, they, they stay 70, 80, 90% of the time managing the technology and then, well, we all know about shadow IT, right? One of the reasons there is shadow IT is because the business um, is not getting the proper technology value they're getting from their own technology corporations, right? So that so so this is something important that some companies um, um, try to evaluate as they either partner with somebody like Orange Business Services, or becoming a multi-source and service integrator, or they do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And and quite honestly, there there's no. Uh, right or wrong, right? If a company decides to go that route, they can do that, but they also need to understand the risks that come associated with that. Sounds good. Okay, um, we will uh, pause for a moment and take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, so we've talked about what MSI is, why it's relevant, uh, why it's important to uh, have a vendor agnostic approach, and of course, some of the challenges inherent in that. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, some specific use cases uh, that Orange has, and we'll talk about some growth opportunities for MSI. You are listening to the Light Reading Podcast. We'll be right back.
We are back at the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey, and I'm speaking today with uh, Samir El Rashidi from Orange Business Services. And of course, we're joined by uh, our uh, co-host, Kelsey Zeiser. Hi, guys. Hi, Phil. All right. So uh, in the uh, first uh, half, we talked about uh, (laughs) multi-sourcing services, service integration. (laughs) Damn it. I did it again. (laughs) I I can imagine myself trying to present this. Uh, I'm I'm so glad uh, you you have this job and not me because it would, uh, I would, I would, orange business services would, would crater if, uh, if I was trying to present this to customers, they would just be like, uh, yeah, we, 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 I think we want what he's selling, but we, he can't get through it. He, uh, <laughs> we he make stops it halfway off. As well. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just walks off shaking his head a lot. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So the sales process would be dreadful if I was there. Um, so that's good. Uh, the, uh, so yeah, we, we want to talk, we talked a little bit about, um, the, you know, challenges and opportunities for orange and the, you know, as both a service provider and a services integrator. Um, I think it's a great, you know, sort of follow up to that to talk about um, some use cases. Um, two companies that you had uh, told us before before we were recording that uh, you know offer interesting use cases for Orange is uh, uh, Sony, the uh, uh, consumer electronics and entertainment company, and uh, Siemens, the enterprise software company. Um, so maybe you could, uh, uh, Samir, give us give us some background on on how MSI sort of influenced Orange's work with both of those companies. Sure. Yeah. So, so for Sony, um, it was um, a, a journey that we started discussing with them about their SD WAN transformation, right? So have, they have um, always um, had this in mind, and the, the I guess the biggest question they had, which is very similar to other customers, is how to do it, right? What's the best way to consolidate existing vendors, uh, uh-huh. but also what is the best way? to integrate them, right? So so for them, it was more of a discussion around how can some partner, uh, in that case, luckily it was us, to walk in and take over the existing environment, right? And then define together with them how that transformation to SD-WAN was going to happen, right? Uh, and so in a very short time frame, um, between three to four months, we came in and without changing anything, without changing from a technology perspective or from a supplier perspective, we took over the ecosystem and we managed those suppliers, right? Um, and, and the reason that is very important is because for you to start working with a new partner, you want to ensure that that new partner, that new MSI, right, understands how uh, not just your environment works today, but also how you're managing it today. Uh, so that once you define where your end state vision is, you can transform that um, in, in the best way possible, right? So the Stony story was, was really that, right? Uh, walk in, take over, consolidate existing suppliers and services, mm-hmm. single IT service management structure. Um, and now we're talking about transforming. Um, and, and as we transform, uh, we're together with them defining what is the priority in terms of uh, technology implementation, right? Obviously, certain sites have higher priorities uh, they require higher service levels and others around the world um, have lower, right? So we really right. cater that and we really build that transformation together with them um, as we go, right? So so, so that was the the Sony, the Sony story. Okay. Um, and, and then the Siemens story, which is a different one. Um, so Siemens uh, has always been a longstanding customer of ours. Um, 
they actually had a multi-source and services integrator in place. And that integrator was, was managing Orange as well as other service providers. Uh, but what they had seen was that um, the level of experience uh, and the expertise that that integrator had um, was not sufficient um, to manage all of our service providers, right? So they actually changed that equation. Uh, hmm. And we became that integrator uh, because we were a service provider. So we knew how it was done, right? We knew how to deliver that service. And therefore, we were much better equipped in understanding other service providers and managing them. Um, and that was the very first step, right? So they asked us to take over all of the service provider. We consolidated them. Uh, we reduced uh, the level of complexity. We reduced what we call the noise in terms of having to manage different contracts, having different um, SLAs agreed with different providers. So we simplified um, all of that uh, for Siemens. And then ultimately, that journey is also about transformation, right? Um, and and right. in their case, they do have a digital transformation where this integration piece is the very first one of several programs or, or work streams that they have around WAN, around security, LAN, and so on. Interesting. So, you know, in a in a case like that, you know, it, it just sort of a uh, question popped into my head because you were talking about the 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 fact that you unseated uh, a, an MSI uh provider, you know, at it with, within a customer. Um, I imagine that, that, that the multinational telcos are, you know, your competition in this space, but do you also see competition from like other, uh, possibly it services companies or, you know, large consultants, like what, what would be other companies that, that you would run into it that could, that are going to your clients and saying, um, yeah, we're, we can we can handle MSI and you know and direct you this way as well. Yeah, so so it's really uh, the both worlds um, and and so Orange Business Services we we sit in the middle where we are an integrator and we're also a service provider. So when we look at the service provider market, right, we're competing against the other service providers, right. And when we're talking about integrating these service providers, then we're competing against the service integrators, right. And right, obviously we're yeah. talking about global service providers and global service integrators. Right. Um, and the differentiator that we have, and this is something our customers are telling us, is exactly because we have had 40, 50 years of be being a service provider. So we can manage, we understand that world, we know that language, we know the tools they use, you know the processes. Um, and, and that's the biggest advantage that we have in comparison to having an integrator who is um, also very capable of integrating different technologies but hasn't necessarily done that in the past, right? Uh, and and, and okay. those that have done it know the pains and know the problem points that we need to address um, each and every time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, do you see some uh, new growth opportunities for MSI, possibly in integrating maybe mobility services, cloud or IoT? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, ultimately, I think that's, that's where we all end up. Uh, um, mm -hmm. What we see today is corporations are looking for that first step of the transformation, or at least that's the most common case. Obviously, you will have corporations that are very advanced uh, in the transformation. Um, the ones that aren't, they're, and they're taking that first step, which is the consolidation, standardization, 
but and integration of services and suppliers are usually focused around WAN, LAN, collaboration. And then the obvious next steps are, as you mentioned, right? So IoT with the whole expansion of 5G and, and the, the, the transformation within the transformation itself, the 5G will bring mm-hmm. to the enterprise world, right? Which will also increase the number of service providers um, for these um, IoT, uh, IoT uh, services. That's one of them. Uh, mobility, uh, where more and more we're seeing uh, the multiplication of the, the devices um, into the workspace. Um, mm-hmm. How are we going to manage, not only manage the devices, right? But how are we managing uh, those services associated with those devices, right? Mm-hmm. And then obviously right. cloud, cloud, where we go back 10 years ago, or even not so long ago, five years ago, lots of companies are actually deploying their own data centers. And I have customers today that are telling me, hey, I will never build another data center in, in, my, in my life. <laughs> um, we're actually migrating <laughs> everything straight to the cloud which is good, right? Um, and then the other part of the equation, okay, as you're going to the cloud, you're gonna have more contracts, more services. Mm-hmm. How you integrate all of this into that initial transformation step, which was standardization, building a flexible, but yet a standardized uh, model, right? So as you see, I mean, you start with the basics and then you start evolving into different technology areas, but the main point is that your framework is already in place, right? Regardless of what the technology is, you already have your IT service management tool, you already have your processes, you you know how to do incident problem change management, the same way regardless of what the technology is. Mm, yeah, and and that that becomes I guess more and more important when you're I was just thinking about, you know, the size and scale of companies like Sony, you know, all the locations, mm-hmm. all the countries, all the possible technology permutations you might be running into and in, in a company that size so yeah i think the process is uh it, it's interesting because we're we're uh, uh we're usually talking about technology but this is all about process and, and that, that seems to be a huge advantage yeah and, and actually you touched the key point and more and more as we go into these projects with customers um the discussion is starting around uh the processes the tools right and the framework um, all of the projects that we have taken on over the past 12 to 18 months have always started with that. And then customers have even told me, hey, um, the technology is almost irrelevant. I want to know how I can manage the technology and how I'm going to be mm-hmm. extracting the technology. Because at the end of the day, we're in a point where all of the major products out there are quite mature, right? They're bringing good features, they're bringing value, but managing them um, using the different tools, the different languages, right? It's what it really is about. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, well, Hey, thanks for, uh, for giving us a, a, a glimpse into, uh, the world of MSI and, uh, uh, and, and how it, how it kind of shapes the market for, uh, for enterprise services, uh, for service providers. I, I think broadly, that's kind of what we're, we're most interested in is just this, um, you know, these sort of inflection points in the market, what separates companies from one another, their capabilities, why is somebody choosing this provider over this provider? Like you said, I think, I think to some degree, you know, technology kind of evens out, you know, we're all using the same cloud providers. There's only a handful of mobile operators that, you know, that, that a multinational would use and that sort of thing. So, um, it, it really does come down to those, uh, those competitive details. Um, when and where can uh, folks uh, hear from you 
uh, in the future? Uh, are there events you're going to be at or is there a, uh, or social media or a blog or anything else you want to plug or promote? Um, yeah, I mean, we can always, um, come back here and, um, I'll be uh, excited to hear you say multi-sourcing service integration again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. I'll, I'll practice, but that, that's no guarantee. <laughs> Keep practicing so that I come back and, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, we do have our, our, um, blog under orange dash businesscom Um, okay. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Um, and also you can, uh, reach out to me. Um, I'll be glad to have these discussions with, uh, people that are interested and, uh, and, um, uh, yeah, have more discussions about them. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Samir El-Rashidi, thanks so much for, uh, for being our guest today. Uh, Kelsey, thanks so much for, uh, for putting up with it. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> thanks guys. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the light reading podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by Tian Fu in New York. Our show notes are all available at lightreading.com. As a reminder, you can get the light reading podcast from Apple podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and dozens of other platforms and apps. Thanks again for listening, and thanks for getting your telecom news from lightreading.com.